released a new Loki trailer. Did they? Yeah. What is it? No, they didn't. Wait, we've already talked about this. No. They released, released another? An hour ago. Why would they do that? Oh, did you see what else they did? Uh, what is it? This is totally off topic, but it is an announcement. I'm Are taking, we recording? I'm ta- yeah, I'm taking this out. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Um, Bert Kreischer just posted his announcement for his tour, and it is the most ugliest fucking retarded. Like, it's 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 so bad. What do you mean? It's so, Just type in Bert Kreischer. Okay. Also, everybody. Just fucking munching. I'm hungry. I apologize in advance. Um, it's not be a video. Birdie boy relapse tour. Yeah, terrible. No, now don't get me don't get me wrong. The concept, like it's honestly, it's a wonderful idea. The quality of this video is just absolute garbage. You also have to think. He's overseas filming his movie. Click pause. That looks awful. Hold on. It gets worse. You didn't hear it, but like he's talking to himself as if he's, yeah. That's, yeah. Either way, um, he fucking, he was like, what happened to the Birdie Boy, Birdie Boy World Tour? And he was like, in 29, like it was at the end of 2020 or something like that. And then obviously COVID stopped it. And then he was like, oh, I'm glad you asked. And then, yeah, click play. And then you're going to see the shit show. Also, pay attention to the promo code. Read the sign. He wrote Burt Boy, but the code's Birdie Boy. Good. I think Lord. it's perfect for him, though. I think that pretty much tells you what you're signing up for, it's so I think that's perfect. It's so funny. But what's the Loki trailer look like? Is it any good? Yeah, it's a featurette. It's uh, behind-the-scenes footage. Why do they keep... Fuck that. Give us... Far from no, home. No, no, no. There's, there's like, actual trailer. More trailer stuff, but it's it's also tied to the featurettes. Is that right? Do, do I sound any different when I do this? Does it sound different? You can... Quit shaking your head and answer with words. What the fuck was that? <laughs> you were like... <laughs> fuck you. I'm like, dude, what? That sound better? It does, yeah. I hate you. Why'd you take it off? Huh? Because it was fucking annoying. <laughs> it's because you're holding it now. For the because you guys can't see, he's holding his mic like it's a different stand now. Where's his trailer, Josh? Did you dream it? I didn't. What if you did? I didn't. That's Bert Kreischer's again. Oh, a featurette. That's what but it, it has footage. Oh, okay. I don't know if I like this. They are talking. They can hear. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta, no. you gotta, you gotta tell them to stop. No, if you uh, listen to the chick. Yeah. The chick says, "Uh, the prime timeline." Which, so well, I, like we don't know what timeline? that means. Okay. Sacred timeline. The TVA oversee the sacred timeline. Like I, I don't know what that means. The way I interpret it is what that tells me is I think we've been watching the the timeline. Yeah, that's 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 what I assume. Like I, I'm assuming 
Because if you consider it, I mean, I guess the way you could look at it is every timeline is important all in and itself. But I think like if there's like a dominant timeline of things that should happen for all these other timelines to be possible. Yeah. Maybe that's the one we've been paying attention to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like uh, or observing. I'm sorry. Maybe we're the watcher, Josh. We're 100% the watcher. You think? Yeah. Just the people themselves were the watcher, not Stanley. I mean, he was a watcher. Thank you. Did you know why you did that? Did you keep hearing it in the background and getting annoyed? Well, Stanley, Stanley's not a watcher. Stanley's a watcher informant. Uatu is the watcher. Uatu is the one who watches over Earth. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be the one telling us about uh, the what if stories. Huh. The new show coming out. Yeah. He's going to be watching over it and seeing it. And then he's going to interfere. That's going to be like the ending is he's going to be like, all right, I need to fucking step in. This is ridiculous. Who's doing this? Uatu the Watcher. Okay. He's the one who stepped in in the comic books. He's Earth's Watcher. Are they actually going to do that in the movies or do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I It's president. Like yeah. there's president for it uh, in the comic books. And even in, if you remember, uh, there was a game on 360 called Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. You get to a spot where the Watcher saves you and pulls you in and takes you to a place and he, he that's him interfering uh and he helps you and it's uh to fight fing fing foom and a couple other people i don't know that game is crazy okay, okay. Uh, but i think what might happen is kang is supposed to be showing up and kang is like a timeline guy who like takes people and has them in his world in the prime timeline and he uses like different versions of King himself. The, King the Conqueror. King the Conqueror. Okay, yeah, he uses okay, different okay. versions of himself to, uh, like, make one prime version of himself. Yeah, yeah. That has control over everything. Okay. Huh. I don't know. I'm. I want to see a Spider-Man Far From. I just. Jeez, I have so much shit to talk about. Kinda. Um, I just saw that GTA might get a release of 2022 in October. Six. Insider sources are saying this. This has been reported. GTA Six. Yeah, several times today. In the last couple hours. Right. And I don't know what's going on because I it's like no one's like it's a, there's no official reports, but a whole bunch of people that leak these types of things are mm-hmm. all reporting October twenty second or October of two thousand twenty two. But what I was getting into before that was um, oh my god, you had just talked about. I want to see Spider-Man Far From Home's trailer. Or No Way Home, sorry. That's coming out soon. Apparently. We talked about this Allegedly. the other day, not not on, not on live, but... Yeah, um, we, we talked about it. Uh, we were just talking. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I want them to release that, but I don't I don't know what to expect. I really don't know what to expect at this point. At this point, I, I, think I feel like it's nothing but fan service. With the thing I showed you, mm-hmm. do you want to refer to that out loud? I showed him an article the other day, and it was... Venom 2's director mm-hmm. was basically accidentally a whistleblower had to have been I don't think this this man has to be in trouble right now because that was a crazy article or he was capping that's a big fucking cap like that's bigger than Paul Bettany's cap it might be well what they did for um, Tom Holland was he read like 17 different scripts yeah that makes sense he, he's not allowed the, I think like the only people who are allowed to see the script are like Benedict Cumberbatch right so if a dude like who's that. just directing Venom think about think it he gets yeah yeah because if with such a complicated convoluted contract like between Sony and Marvel I'm sure he knows Disney, what he can and can yeah, I think do, he has to know hey we're gonna go in this direction so here you can come up with your overall o- overarching story, but lead lead it this way, which is kind of what Marvel has Marvel has been doing. Yeah, well, which I is they funny considering consi- which is funny considering they didn't we were on the same page. They didn't do it for Star Wars. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, no, and JJ admitted they didn't do it for Star Wars. Yeah, you can tell them about that. Basically, JJ had just has spoken to a couple outlets and one in one specific interview he explained that uh for Force Awakens, there was a plan. Rian Johnson then stepped in to replace what was supposed to be J.J.'s trilogy. He re- directed, obviously, The Last Jedi. And then when J.J. came back last minute to do uh, the la- the Rise of Skywalker, um, I guess with the way it rolled out, he didn't have a plan. And just kind of tried to roll what he could based on The Force Awakens and Last Jedi and then tried to have an overarching story connect. 
And it would have worked a lot better had Disney probably left it alone. But then obviously we got the Disney cut and they took out a lot of the production that he had actually uh, put into it. So we got like half of a half. Yeah. I would have rather had just half, like just JJ's half, which was still a half-ass story. Yeah. But instead we got half of that story. Okay, but to be honest, what is JJ going to anything with a fucking plan? That was kind of my point into it is all every single JJ movie that I can think of. I mean, you have his amazing Star Trek trilogies. They are amazing, whether you like them or not. The Kelvin timeline is pretty impressive. I really liked one and two. Then you have Super 8. It's basically Cloverfield. Phenomenal movie. That was J.J. Uh, Abrams' love letter to Steven Spielberg. And yeah. putting it in that context, I totally see it. It's a really good movie. It's a phenomenal movie. And the funniest part is there's not much substance to it, but the story is what brings you in. Cause yeah. you like you just get involved with those kids mm-hmm. and you're like, I want to like, I want to see this. And it's just, it's a lot like stranger things as well. Exactly. It's got nostalgia with it. I feel yeah. like, and then, um, not to mention all the actors in it. Um, I don't think any of them have gone on to do much else, but they're all really good in it. No, you're right. Yeah. No, there's like two, the girl. I think she's been in a couple. Yeah. And then there was the, the dude with the, with the teeth. I can't remember. His the bug teeth, the blonde guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then I really like him, but he's in he's in a few other things. I saw him. In. Yeah, but a lot of Martin and much, if anything at all. But those movies were good. So like, I like JJ. It's like almost it's like me with Christopher Nolan. I expect greatness from them, and that's usually what I get. So I was kind of confused with Star Wars because I'm like, this doesn't make sense compared to every other movie I've seen by you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Cloverfield Paradox was whack. No, the fuck it wasn't. Apparently, what? Get out of I, here. No, I really enjoyed the movie, and I thought it was really good. But we're like. I need the next movie, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, it will. We'll get it. He's going to fucking hijack another movie and tack a scene at the end. That's all. What do you mean? He didn't hijack anything. Yeah, no. J- uh, the Cloverfield Paradox was done. It was called a different name. It was it called... The, it was It was J.J. Abrams. Hold on. Um. Oh, boy. I don't know who just... Cut. That's not... That's not my landlord. I have his phone number saved. I don't know whose phone number that was. Weird. I just got a phone call. Anyway, um, continue. JJ. JJ came in mm-hmm. when the movie was done. Okay. And they didn't have uh, anywhere to go. Like, they couldn't release the movie. So, JJ came in and he made it a Cloverfield movie. Recorded, like, a few extra scenes. Like, the scene on Earth... With her boyfriend or her husband, I can't remember. Uh, I think all those were added. Uh, and then the scene where uh, it's the very end and they're coming back to Earth. That and then the added. monster at the end. I don't think that's correct because these were originally JJ. That's because these are JJ's movies. These are mm-hmm. Kel. Yeah, these are Kelvin movies. No, I, I understand. Because Kelvin, he names, he puts Kelvin in all his movies because of his grandfather. But like, no. Because JJ's uh, the final movie that he's always talked about was the God Particle, and it was obviously it has to do with that particle accelerator that we saw in the Cloverfield Paradox. But the, what the Paradox movie is explaining is the God Particle, and I think that's why that movie is so good. But let me. Let me Google that because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they are his movies. He's just producer on that. I think he's exec, and that's a lot different. Hold on. Yeah, because Overlord is also in this timeline. Yeah. Overlord's a zombie movie in World War II. This is not what I'm reading. Overlord is okay, a zombie movie in World War II. Yeah, I'm well aware, but hold on. Uh, what I'm saying is, is if you attach JJ to it, which from what I'm reading, they do, that film could technically be included. 
but you it, you can put it in a couple different places obviously as far as how that would affect the story but either way um let's see let's see Yeah, JJ's been the executive producer since the first Cloverfield. The second Cloverfield and the Cloverfield Paradox. And then the fourth one, um, JJ's also included. And that has yet to be announced. Um, but I'm assuming that will be called the God Particle. And that will tie all of them together. Uh, Here's hoping. Huh? Here's hoping. Uh, no, I'm seriously. like it's, And that's why when you said that, I was like, I don't think that's right. But it was half right. So... He obviously didn't write it, but these are, in my opinion, these, it's like he's, he's the one that's making all these important things that tie them together. Because, mm -hmm. like you said, he did get a lot of that final say in the Cloverfield Paradox. And that was a great movie. That's crazy you didn't like it. Or, I didn't say I didn't or like that it. it's, I felt like that did more for that trilogy than the Cloverfield Lane. I think Cloverfield Lane was more enjoyable because it was a much better self-contained story. But it gave nothing of a story of what's going on. The Cloverfield Paradox, paradox at least, was like, hey, we have a particle accelerator, and we turned it on, and now bad shit's happening. So we turned it on again, and now bad shit's still happening. That's, at least there's a... What is it? An action and then a reaction to that action. Mm -hmm. In Cloverfield... 10 Cloverfield Lane, you don't get that. You get... Let's hide in this basement because John Goodman says we need to because there's crazy shit going on out there. But then there is crazy shit going right, on. Right, but there. like they're not fucking it's not like you can't breathe the air out there. It's aliens that are invading, not that you can't breathe that like because he said that like they need to stay down there to stay safe because of like radiation and then like you can't breathe the air and stuff like that. Obviously he was a little off his nut. But he wasn't completely wrong. But that was still a good movie, but it's still not as confusing. I, I, it's like the further back you go, like that first movie is very rough. Have you tried Cloverfield? to... Yeah. Yeah, it's a found footage. It's. It, I think it, it lends itself more, like it's a better movie now because of how much it relied on the found footage aspect of itself. That's tr Okay. Yeah. Because like the CGI mm -hmm. is rough. But it doesn't linger. It doesn't. What well, doesn't linger, or you don't get long enough to look at it for yeah. it to be rough because of the way they shot it. Exactly. Yeah. Now that movie did do a really bad job of not making me nauseous. Yeah. It's very hard to watch in a movie theater. It's a lot easier at home, mm -hmm. um, but in a movie theater, it's very nauseating if you're not if you're not used to that type of stuff. Hey, what are you doing, fool? This we dog. took all of her toys away. This dog. So she's just looking for shit to. She's looking around. Just looking around? She's confused because she's hearing my voice and then she just heard it come out of this headphone over here and she looked over at it and was like, looked back at me. <laughs> she was very confused. Tiny. So the good dad, don't step on that. Oh boy. You're a good dog. She jumped over the computer. I know. I thought she was going to step on it. No, she's a good Pause she's the recording. A, she's a cutie. She's a good girl. Yeah, this won't be video because... Uh, I have some new equipment coming in, so we're just filming to keep you guys involved. Why are you so soft? Who what? bathed you? Did she get a bath? I think so. She's really soft. Good for her. Oh, my God. Nobody tells me nothing. I know. Back to Spider-Man. Actually, we were on Loki. I know, but back to Spider-Man. Haven't finished the trailer. Back to Spider-Man. I'm not a huge fan of the featurette. I've seen enough of the trailers to want to see the show to begin with. I don't need that as a fan. Well, it comes out in five days. Okay. I'm very excited. It's either June seventh or June eighth. Have they how many episodes? Ten. Um, I believe the same as Wandavision, so nine. Nine. Okay, because I know the standard for Netflix is nine or ten. And Falcon Winter Soldier was six. That's and it's it. Not Netflix. Yeah, I know it's not Netflix. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like online streaming services that usually release. It's around nine or ten on average for most streaming services. So I figured Disney Plus would obviously. Want to oh. be around there, but they obviously have a bigger budget than most. Yeah, companies. they're they're weirdos. They're changing the game. Like I think Mandalorian had eight on the first season, and um, Bad Batch is getting sixteen in its first season. Mm -hmm. um, they also have movie budgets for seasons, though. Yeah, Falcon they also have like three hundred twenty million dollars to spend on one season. Yeah, 
uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was six, Loki's nine, Loki's nine, and then WandaVision was nine. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that uh, what's the other live action one? I th- thought Hawkeye and She Hulk were gonna be six. I, I think know. I thought Moon Knight was gonna be like eleven. Moon Knight's a movie. Oh, it's a movie now. It was always a movie. Originally, it was a Netflix show that was announced. That's, 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 they've changed a lot. Since oh, the, yeah. That was like... Yeah, this was a couple years ago. Yeah. But originally announced, it was supposed to be a TV show on uh, Netflix. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, okay. Hmm. But, no, it's... When they announced it coming to Disney+, Plus, like, at all, this <laughs> this new Moon Knight, yeah. was, it was always planned to be a movie. Kay. So, if it's updated now and it's like a TV show, that's news to me. Hmm. I don't think it's a TV show anymore. I think it is. I think because what's his, Oscar Isaac? Yeah. Yeah. It's, when they announced him, I think they said it was going to be a feature film. So I think it'll be a movie. It'll obviously. Are they going to exclusively? How are they going to do that, though? Are they going to do it? Are they going to hold, do like a v, VOD thing to where it's just on Disney? It might just be on Disney. Like they might release it on Disney Plus because he's just Moon Knight. Like he's not a like super popular character i also didn't think he was really involved with the other people he is in secret avengers aren't we going into that it could lead into that but we're more going right now in we're going into secret wars correct in, invasion secret invasion okay secrets so many secrets. why is there so many secrets secrets because uh so but now aren't we doing secret invasion a little different in theatrical than we did in the comics because I thought Secret Invasion the they weren't is, our friends. Yeah, well, the theory is is that uh, you hear Talos say uh, that we're spread out throughout the galaxy. Wait a second, what? Real quick, this is my quick hot thought, my quick soundbite on it. Are they gonna do it to where like they act like our allies and they're secretly invading? There's a theory that's like that. Okay, but like the main one is we're gonna have sex of scrolls so there's going to be like the scroll queen who comes and tries to invade yeah. and take over earth and talos and his people are trying to protect us so we have scrolls on both sides or the scrolls are going to be on our side and the kree are going to invade hmm. because there is a reminder for point break thanks google um because uh since they're our friends, the Kree have be are our enemy in the MCU timeline. The Kree, which is I thought that was what Captain Marvel was with. Yeah, Carol Danvers. Yeah. Yeah, she was a Kree. They took her in, but they all lied to her and she fought the Supreme Intelligence okay. and murdered like all their ships. That's what I get for not watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I don't know, I couldn't get into that movie, man. Oh. It's 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 pretty good, honestly. To Thor the Dark World for me. It's better than that. Much better than that. I know, but I meant like it's almost like they had to give this character such significance for people to pay attention is what I mean. But I feel like for what they did for Thor was they made the movie important, even though the character was obviously important. Well, Captain Marvel's super important. Exactly. Which is why even though people didn't like her, they had to get over it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they were like, she's still a bad bitch. She really is. I know, and they also downplayed her in Endgame, which I think was the point because I think it was the I think the point was the, all the heroes to avenge themselves mm-hmm. was like this is their moment because they fucked up the first. We're time. all about that superhero life. We're all about that superhero. We're we're all about that butt kicking superhero life. Is that what he says? No, he says everyone in this room is about that superhero life. Yeah, man, I'm so happy they got Don Cheadle instead of. Terrence Howard? Yeah, Terrence Howard's such a prick. I think it would have been so He became weird. such a prick. I think it would have been so fucking weird having him with everybody in that scene. Like, replacing him with Terrence Howard and him I, being gone through all that. Well, I mean, if you ask Terrence Howard, Robert Downey Jr. took all his fucking money, but yeah. Do you know this? Dude, I've heard all about oh it. Oh my god, this man is relentless, dude. Terrence Howard is fucking ridiculous. I'm like, bro, you can't chill because you got $50 million for being in one of the most popular TV shows to ever come across cinema, which is the show Power. Yeah, yeah dude. Ridiculous show. The it's, I think, is it a Showtime or is it a Star show? Uh, Showtime. Showtime or Stars. It's one of the two, I think. Either way, 
very, 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 very popular show, and the man has made a lot of money from it. And he's still bitching because he says Robert Downey Jr. got him a pay cut and then scrapped him out of the second movie because of him. Like he said, Robert Downey Jr. did it personally is how he made it sound. I seriously doubt that. But to, even if I mean, to did, be honest, as arrogant as Terrence Howard is, he may have done it. But the boy, I'm telling you if, what, if, okay, he, that, if that's if he the did, case he's trying to make, he is not making a very good case acting like that. Because to me, that just to me, I'm like, OK, well, it sounds like he did good then because you're an asshole. <laughs> if, even if Robert Downey did just like short him, pick at him like Robert Downey Jr. is the main star. From what I think, the way he made it sound. Yeah, but this is the thing. In the first movie, Terrence Howard got paid more than Robert Downey did, which makes... In the first movie, Rhodey's barely in it. Okay, but Terrence Howard got paid more because technically Terrence, at the time, was a B to A-list actor, and Robert Downey was considered like a D because he obviously was washed up. Mm -hmm. Correct. In the second movie, apparently that changed, and then that's why Terrence got scrapped because they realized that Robert was now the star and not Terrence. And I don't know if it was a power dynamic or what, but then Terrence Howard's argument to me diminishes when you bring in another A-lister like Don Cheadle. He was obviously popular, especially in 2008. He's obviously more popular now specifically because of superhero movies. Mm -hmm. And he's getting his own show. That's my point. But the entire point that Terrence was trying to make was, is I'm worth it. I'm worth this money. Robert scrapped it. Or Robert basically like, was the smoking gun behind the reason I'm not here. I'm like, okay, your argument makes no sense now. It just sounds like you were an asshole because they got somebody else to replace you and did pay him a decent amount of money. And I think he was more popular. Was Don Cheadle in 2008 or I guess 2009, was he more popular than Terrence Howard? Mm. Or was it the other way around? I'm pretty sure he was pretty popular because it that that was around the time Oceans came out. Oceans, Trader. Yeah, and then uh, several other movies, but the Oceans. You're right, Oceans, dude. He was great in that, mm. and people made fun. Well, that's this is another thing. People dogged him for that accent. <laughs> Bonnie Rubble. Dude, okay, it's funny. You can blame him for that accent, but I love I love it. I wouldn't like Badger without that accent. I know for real. It's I think it's funny, but I did love Don Cheadle in that. So yeah. The whole argument about that is irritating to me because I'm like, yeah, Don Cheadle came in there. They paid him a lot of money. And then in the third movie, they all got paid pretty equally. And then by Avengers, there was a huge pay difference. And then Robert literally was the guy that was like, pay my co-stars more. That's what makes me like think like for real. This was a huge ordeal. Yeah, because Robert was like he from what I read and the way it was reported at the time was he had found out or at least had noticed that he was getting paid a pretty decent amount compared to his co-stars and which is fine because obviously he was and up until his death to me between him and thankfully Chris Evans I'm glad he filled the shoes of Captain America like people didn't think he was gonna but him and Chris Evans were the most popular Mm -hmm. Captain America fucking Iron Man had a whole movie about it okay and he still was like yeah, but they're making their own movies too, and they're pretty popular. So maybe they should get some more money because you guys are obviously making ridiculous amounts. So for Avengers, they got paid more. Yeah. And then after that, no one complained about their pay because they're all getting paid stupid amounts of money. Yeah. And they also know that they will continue to get paid and they've secured a bag because Marvel deals in long term. Black Widow's coming out soon too. That's shit show. That's Do you know Scarlet's really sad? Because she wants Black Widow to get justice, and it keeps getting delayed. So it's, per- it's this is not it hasn't been delayed, and um, since they set the final release date. Yeah, when was it originally supposed to come out, Josh? Last May. Last May. Mm-hmm. That's a whole year. That's a pretty far pushback for a movie that's finished and anticipated, and one that people actually want to see. It's not that like and people have already seen exactly. It's it's, it's not it's it. it's not that people don't want to see it. It's not that like this, like that's the craziest part about this is this is a movie that's been pushed back an entire year, and the only thing that's holding it back is they're Marvel. afraid to release it because they don't want to bo- they don't want to they don't f- want to bomb they don't want it to bomb. 
Think about that. They've made hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. They're just like, we can't. We, we can't, can't have do the this. First they said, guys, bomb. we got lucky with Thor the Dark World. We're lucky Chris is pretty. We can't do this again. Scarlet can only save us so much with that black suit. Gotta have a good movie. I like, really, I think it's going to do good with uh, David Harbour. I do too. My only concern is right now at this point, it's that they just want to not. The, the craziest part to me is if they don't release it, they never make the money back or any of it. <laughs> They'll just never release it. They'll just never. What do they? We'll sit on it until we think it'll be profitable and then we'll release it. Release it in 2025. And that's what I'm saying. But th- that's what basically she was from what I'm reading from what she's saying is uh, it sounds like she knows something we don't because apparently this closes her story in a pretty decent way, which doesn't make sense to me. Why? It's a prequel. It's a prequel to it's after Civil War and before uh, Infinity War. Yeah, so like we just get a bit more character development of a character we already thought was pretty developed by the time we saw Infinity War and Endgame. Right, but we didn't get to see like her like apparently there's going to be a lot of things that are I would have been more interested had there been a big change in her because they're movies. also going to flash back and we're going to see Budapest. Well, that's what I'm... Budapest. The one that her and Hawkeye talk about. Oh. When she saved his ass or the other way around? Uh, We don't know. When did they mention this? When they went... When you Hawkeye and I remember got, Budapest very differently. When they're in Avengers. When he got mind controlled? No, it was after. It was... They're fighting the Chitauri at the very end. Mm. You and I remember Budapest very differently. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, to me, it would make more sense if there was a big character shift in the way her character like carried herself in Infinity War and Endgame. But she didn't. She just seemed... She's a little different. She was a little different in, inf- in Endgame because all of her fucking friends died and some time had passed. But, I mean, in Infinity War, she was... There's a theory that her sister was like playing her in, the, in Infinity War and Endgame. Playing her? Like, it wasn't... Natalie Portman Jesus it Natalie Romanoff it wasn't Nat Romanoff it, it wasn't Scarlett Johansson it was uh, her sister in the movie yeah so she was okay hmm. to be fair the super soldier serum thing I mean it's not far fetched with the things they can do in the MCU now honestly once you unlock time travel guys you can't really can't really downplay much everything's pretty much possible at that point I feel like yeah yeah, well, and then you get into the quantum realm. Just things they have introduced, I think they've done on purpose so they can be like, all right, now we can push limits because people won't Well, in the quantum it. realm, they already showed you there's a there's a city in the quantum realm. They kind of showed you. People who just are casual viewers that just like the overarching story and not the little details would never notice that. But I know what you mean when they when he goes... They super, even confirmed it. When they, yeah, I know, I know. Well, that's the whole point. Is That's a lot of things a lot of people don't understand. That's why people piss me off when no one had seen it Fucking when people went and saw an Infinity War and didn't realize that there was a follow-up movie and this was the first half of two halves, no one knew that. They're like, everybody died. What the fuck? And I'm like, dude, do you guys not know? <laughs> and they were just a casual viewer that just so happened to watch the movies as they come out, not understanding that this does in fact have an endgame. It was funny to watch. I can't that. believe they lied to us. I can. Fucking perfect. They're geniuses. They know what the fuck they're doing. And Paul Bettany knew what he was doing. Everybody knows what they're doing. Okay, but he's for real a piece of shit for that. Okay, and we can all agree it was probably one hundred percent calculated. They even tried. They even got us again for Falcon and Winter Soldier. How? They said there was another cameo. Was there? I mean, there was a uh, Valentine Allegra de Fontaine. I don't know who, what. I what. That was that was a fucking mouthful. Valentine Allegra de Fontaine. Valentine Allegra de Fontaine. Valentine Allegra de Fontaine. Valen Viagra Fontaine. Valentine. Valentine is a girl from the comic books, uh, Madame Hydra. Oh, okay, I okay, think, okay, or okay, something like that. Uh, but she also dated Nick Fury. <laughs> I just watched a TikTok and it pissed me off. That was random. No, that's not. It actually has everything to do with this. Um, 
I watched a TikTok and it pissed me off because it basically shit on Endgame. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, wow, they kind of screwed the pooch on this one. What do you mean? Basically, it was a TikToker and it was not a TikToker. It was just a girl who posted to TikTok. And uh, I don't know if she does it regularly or if she's a like a fan fiction person. Not sure. It was just on Reddit. It's one of those. But uh, someone said this just ruined my entire fucking like love for this movie because obviously it's one of the best movies they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was basically like, so something's been bothering me and I haven't wanted to say anything about it because I don't want people to confirm it and then ruin it more for me. But basically what she says is, wouldn't it make more sense? Because they're sitting there talking in Endgame and Nat's like, guys, if we pick the right time, there's three Infinity Stones in New York in the same fucking day. And she and the TikTok was like, with that logic, wouldn't it make more sense to go to the point in time, maybe just a couple hours before Thanos re-snapped the th- stones on the planet he was on? And then I thought about it. I thought about it some more. I thought about it again. I got really mad. Cause oh, that wouldn't make sense. It makes complete sense. No. Yeah, it does. Think about it. No. You're just saying that because you like the movie. Literally, the most. <laughs> no. no. No, you could literally, you can avoid killing Black Widow. You can avoid going to Veermore. You can avoid going fucking back in time. Like, the only thing you would have to do is use stop, your time stop, machine. Stop. No. Use your time machine. Go back to the point. What? That's what? not how the soul stone works. Whoever gave the soul for the soul stone. Yes. That's their soul stone. Great. Not true if you go with that logic then. Because then Tony Stark wouldn't have been able to snap his fingers. And neither would have Thanos. Think about it. I understand. No, you don't understand. Because I just proved your point wrong. If that's the logic we're going on and you have to sacrifice something for you to be able to acquire the soul stone... Then in fact, Tony Stark would not have been able to snap his fingers because he is not the one who acquired it. Maybe Hawkeye, arguably. And then Thanos himself would have not been able to do it even if he got it at the end of Endgame with that logic. I don't think the person who gets the stone has to be the wielder. And I, I think that's a It deta- would only be that specific for the Soul Stone. But that's what I'm saying. And that's an issue. And I don't think they jumped into specifics like that because they didn't expect people to fucking probably talk for hours on end about it. But the more I thought about it, if you go with the logic that you don't have to be the person who acquires it to wield it, then the most logical thing to have done was when in the beginning of the movie, when they went back, cut off his hand, and it was gone because he was like, I used the stones to destroy the stones. Well, go back like three hours before that and then grab it. If you go back three hours before that, he has the stones and he's even more powerful. Not if he doesn't realize that you have no... Because that's the thing is no one knows. He knew that they... Like, he genuinely didn't think they would find him. That's why he was so surprised when they showed up. The whole point is that they didn't have to fight anyone. Like, they didn't have to fight anybody they knew they couldn't beat if they went back to the certain time timelines and got the stones in the timelines. But if they went back and they tried to just fight Thanos, they knew there was a possibility. It may be the smallest fucking minuscule thing, but there's a possibility Thanos just wipes the floor with them and uses the stones and just fucking insta-kills all of them. Because that's how the stones work. The entire time he uses the stones, he's not using them to their full advantage. That right. was the whole point. But my point is, is if you really only have that many chances, like think about it. They were limited on their pin particles. They were limited on this. They were limited on that. The most logical thing with the resources you have would have been to do it would have been that Hail Mary when he has them all. To me, okay, that would okay, be, so, that would, it may be the most amount of risk, but it's also, it's also the, le- the path of least resistance in my opinion. If you're going to argue. Because they're already all there. If you're going to argue that, then you should just argue that they should have went back in time and gotten more pen particles and made null and void all of this to where it it wouldn't have mattered. They could have gone back as many times as they wanted. Well, they proved that by doing that with Steve. They did do that. Right. But they should have done that before anybody left at all. So they like they could have just had a bunch to use. But But yeah, see, but the only reason they did that was because they they realized that they had fucked up. They missed their opportunity going back originally. And the only thing they could do was to fuck the timeline up. Well, technically, you can't fuck the timeline up. You can fuck that one up and then leave it. But it doesn't mess up yours, obviously. It's not how time travel works. 
you can apply that same logic to why they didn't what what what, what I was saying was is like it was a hail mary of fine I know where to get some pin particles and we only have one shot to do it so this is what we're doing then I fine, guess fine I know where to get some infinity stones and I only have one shot to do the, it yeah so we're okay go back. that's what I'm saying you're tearing apart your own logic by adding in that logic because yeah you could go that direction but with that direction they could do so many other things it's, right but the point was that there were three in one go and you there could were three get in, in one go, go when you could have done all six in one and that is the path but of you would have had to fight Thanos right and you still had to fight Thanos wow that's weird like that's what I'm saying is I feel like either way the movie but, would have been the same, but you could have saved Black Widow. I disagree. What's the point in killing her? Because has Scarlett Johansson ever been vocal on whether or not she wants to continue the character? Because from what I heard, uh, Chris Hemsworth was done with it after Thor The Dark World because he fucking hated being on set because it just wasn't fun. And then they remade it. Uh, was it Taki Watiti? Taika Watiti. Ta- Taika Watiti changed basically the way he felt about the MCU as a whole because he was like no let's do something and then they fucking did the damn thing has she ever been like that has she ever like been like I don't want to play the character I don't think I don't think she's ever been like vocal publicly if she's been privately that would make complete sense on why they would kill off her character but other than that I don't know I think, well, there needed to be stakes. Do you think there... Yeah, but... Okay, yeah, there needed to be stakes. The stakes they could have been was we have to fight Thanos with the gauntlet again, but now we know to go for the head and to cut off this man's arm. And it was also funny. I think Marvel knew what they were doing by showing the scene in the beginning of Infinity War cutting off the big dude's arm. Okay, but that also doesn't work like that. Technically, it wouldn't cut off his arm, wouldn't it? If you cut off his arm, he would literally just have to think and his arm would be back yeah, if he no. had the stones. Every single time they cut off his arm, he didn't have the stones. And the only way they got the stones from him was the nanotechnology taking them off of the stone and bringing them to Stark. Yeah. Well, and another thing is I think the issue they had was... Um, a lot of the sequences where Thanos had all the stones, the only time it would have been a they would have been able to go back and not fuck with things, um, would have to be when he did go back to the planet after killing everybody because they couldn't do it before because he was around all of their other people. Like, mm-hmm. like if they went back in time, they'd run into themselves. Is what I'm saying. Well, Cap did. Yeah, and it didn't really break any like sound barriers, but. Imagine running into your whole team and being like, I know you guys were trying your best, but you guys didn't do it. We're here to kind of fix you that. You guys kind of failed. You guys we're kind here of to failed. Fix it. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but we're the dream team. We're back. <laughs> no, they'll be like, don't worry, guys. We're we're living for the namesake. We're the Avengers, we're not the pre-Avengers. We're the Avengers. Avengers. We are living up to our name. Continue doing your, you do your thing so we can do our thing. Yeah. That, that made me so mad that Cap was like, I got Loki right here. Like, all, like, Cap, can't you just like avoid this entire fight and be like, hold on, wait. I know a lot of stuff. Don't fight me. Mm. Like, he waited so long until he was getting choked out to be like, Bucky's alive. And that made him stop. And I really don't think that would have made him stop. No, no, it totally would have. Think about it. In the beginning of Avengers, dude, Steve was so fucked up. And they were like, we know you've been like asleep for 70 years and you have a really bad PTSD. We know you were in love with this girl and you missed a date and then you drove into the fucking ocean to save the world. But we need you to come back and we need you to be 100% okay and don't kill anybody. Okay. I love that scene. Like they just, it it might be a deleted scene, but uh, War Machine's talking to Cap. Yeah. And he's like, why didn't you just jump out? Like point the plane down and jump out. And he goes, there were bombs on board. And he's like, yeah, put it in autopilot. He's like, oh, the autopilot was disabled. He's like, okay. So he was, I think he said something along the lines of like, so turn the ship to like go out to the ocean and then like jump. But I, I know the scene you're talking about. Yeah. And yes, it's him busting his balls because he's just like, I had to break it to you, but you, you, you could like, you almost didn't have to miss that day. Yeah. 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 No. And it makes complete sense. Yeah. Like, bro, why didn't you? Or maybe the autopilot wasn't disengaged. I think I'm thinking of fucking Christopher Nolan's Batman. I don't think the autopilot had an issue at all. 
I don't know. I, don't, I, I just think he thought he was he, just a kid from Brooklyn. He didn't know how that ship worked. I know, but like, damn, that's another thing. Is one of my favorite scenes is in Civil War. Where he's like, "Where are you from, kid?" And he said, "Queens." And he's like, and he giggles and he says, I'm, he, "Well, he says Brooklyn." Yeah, yeah, I love that because he's like, "We're from the same place." He's like, "Different parts, but same heart," you know? Yeah, exactly. It's pretty dope, but. I don't know, man. I'm curious to see back to Spider-Man. I'm curious to see if they're really going to do fan service or not, or if they're going to fuck with us again. Well, they already they already cast Alfred Molina. They already Alfred cast Molina said I you know. are picking, picking up exactly up where you exactly left off. You they left got off. Jamie Fox, which tells me that that's that. Okay, so this is the way I'm looking at it. This is the way you can connect all three. They have to know that they know that we know that they know that we know. Okay, and that may sound confusing. Play it back. It's actually a lot of sense. Can you say it again? They know that we know that they know that we know. They know. That we know that they know we know. Like, they know we know that they know we know. <laughs> I promise it makes sense. I, I got you. Okay. I got you. They know all this. Uh-huh. So, w- what we can put together is Alfred Molina. That's Tobey Maguire's timeline. We got Electro. Right. That's Andrew Garfield's timeline. And then yeah. we have Tom Holland, which is obviously Tom Holland's timeline. Wonder what they could do with that. What do you mean? I don't know. Huh. Wonder what direction they'll go in. That's what irritates me. Is like they know what they're doing by not telling us about Toby. Did you hear about Emma Stone commenting on? She she's like, no, I'm not in the new Spider-Man movie. Okay, but she's. I know. She's to not, be fair, but dead. you're dead. <laughs> uh, I've heard Kirsten Dunst is in talks. Yeah. Okay. And this is the thing: is Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were both spotted at what was speculated to be Spider-Man fittings, and because it uh, was the same location, and I'm pretty sure it just so happened to be. Um, they were within one week of each other. The same. They, loca- they were spotted at the same location. Same location within a week. And they of were e- dress fittings. Dress fittings. Yeah. Now they don't know what the fittings were for, whether it be other movies or whatnot. But, but come Garfield on, dude! You're in speculations to be involved in one on of the set. biggest crossovers in history, and you both show up to the same location for dress fittings a week apart. Oh, and you both refuse to fucking comment. And Andrew Garfield commented, and then took back his comment two days later. Wait, what? He come and he said, "Yeah, no, I'm not in the movie." And then he had to come out and say, "Yeah, no, I they haven't talked to me. I, I I don't know. Maybe he couldn't say I'm not in the movie. Yep. Legally, can he not? Can he not say I'm not in the movie? I believe so. Why? I don't know. Something in his contract, maybe. More than likely. Oh, it's probably a, you can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. And they were like, "Bro, you denied. You got to go back." And he's like, "But I thought I." And they're like, "No, you fucked it up. Actually, you need to." And they're like, but won't that fuck it up more? Doesn't matter. We have to now. It's in the contract. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I don't know. How do you think they'll do that? Like, what kind of story are we going to... Okay, that's, we didn't even finish what the fucking Venom director said for the record. Okay. Oh, yeah. back. I'm glad we're back on Spider-Man. Basically, what the Venom director had said in... Um, it was just an insider interview. They were talking to him about his new movie that's about to come out. He was saying, and he let's also talk about the fact he brushed over this, and then the interviewer didn't push him on it afterwards. They let this man say this and then never brought it up again. Fucking fire that interviewer. Mm. He basically, paraphrasing very badly here, but he basically said that, and I like, quote unquote, with the way the whole Sony thing's going and the way the Marvel thing's going, I think they have the right idea of what direction they want to go in. You know, with the whole... Let me pull up the article because it's better word for word, but it's literally just as sloppy as being like, I think they have it figured out and I think they have an idea of what direction they want to go in. Basically implying that Sony and Marvel do have a direction which only points more to the multiverse and having Andrew and... Oh, he mentioned that... um He's like, Sony has like over 900 characters we can work with. And uh, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Yes, Sony has Spider-Man Rogues Gallery. They got like Rhino, Shocker, Vulture, Hydro Man, Scorpion. Kingpin, 
Spotify, I think. Okay. We get another slightly different entry point into the strange place, which, of course, links up to Marvel Universe characters, particularly Spider-Man stories, of course. But again, without giving too much away... This lovely little abode is, of course, well known to fans. I'm not going to say too much about it, but of course, it houses some world, some of the world's greatest villains. It's a secret place not even Detective Mulligan and the San Francisco Police Department know about. Um, hold on. They may have taken down the article. I'm going to be pissed if they took down this article. To be fair, I completely understand why they would. Venom 2. Hold on. Let There Be Carnage is the name of it. Sorry, I'm really trying here, guys. Um... An hour ago, Sony reportedly wants all three Spider-Men to fight Venom and Carnage. All three? Sony reportedly wants all three Spider-Men to fight Venom and Carnage. Huh. I wonder what direction they could go in to do that, What direction they're going. That's weird. Okay, hold on. Ooh, this may be at the comicbook.com one. I wonder what they could possibly be doing. Finding it okay over there? Oh my god, I found it. Okay, this fucking, I can't believe, I just reread it, and I still can't believe he fucking said this. Okay. He said, and I quote, We don't really think of our 900 characters as the Spideyverse. We have a Marvel Universe, Panich said. Panich added the SPUMC, that is a mouthful, is that the, what is that? The Sony SPUMC? SPUMC, you have no idea. Which will soon add Craven the Hunter, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Here, here we go. He said, the volume of characters we have, you know, wait until you see this next Venom. You don't miss Spider-Man. After a pause, Panic added, it'll be exciting if they do meet though, right? <laughs> Who the fuck says that? You're not, you're not going to miss the Spider-Man? Yeah, he says... Don't worry, you won't miss Spider-Man, implying that the character Carnage is good enough on his own, which, good, thank you, you hyped up your character. Why the fuck at the end did you add, it'll be exciting if they do meet, though, right? You can't just, and then the interviewer doesn't push him. That's the end. What the fuck? What if they do meet, though, right? That'd be crazy. Walks away. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) What does that even mean? And then the interviewer is just like, "All right, cool, go home." It, bro, that's and that's literally what it was. And every article you pull up of that interview, that's where the interview stops. So either they were like, "Okay, we got to shut this shit down," or he was like, "All right, mic drop," and then fucking cut out. But that just tells me that yeah, they know something is going on. And what if they do meet? Right? Yeah, no, I think. <laughs> what if they do meet? Right? To me, that sounds like there's a cameo. <laughs> Little cameo. And the Little cameo. In the cameo. Softly, when does Carnage come out? Uh, right into the mic. Yep, I do it on purpose. Have you heard me in your ear this whole time? Yep, have I sounded okay? Okay, just making sure. Comes out in 2021. It's wow, no shit. Uh, when, uh, September 24th. What's it's June? Okay. Spider Man Far From Home. Sorry, Spider Man. No Which Way one comes home. out first? Far From Home or No Way Home? Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, Venom comes out first. Okay. Okay. So if No Way Home comes out December seventeenth. All right. So if they're not stupid, what they should do is 
if they're not stupid, the to me the best way to do it would be to add a very slick cameo at the end of Let There Be Carnage and throw one. Oh, Josh, Josh, Josh. They could throw one of the three Spider-Men in this cameo, and no matter which one they choose, if they do it and execute it correctly in Spider-Man No Way Home, they could tie in any of them. Does that make sense? Yeah. You think that'd be a good idea? If they had uh, like a cameo at the end? What you reading? Uh, I was reading... Uh let There Be Carnage comes out in September. Yeah. Eternals comes out in November. And then uh, Spider-Man comes out in December. September, November, December? Yeah. So the only thing they're missing is October. Yeah. And I was like, is there anything coming out in October? And it's probably because Dune comes out in October. Ew. And so does the new James Bond. Hmm. Um, and possibly the new Halloween. Yeah, so... There's a uh, definitely going to be a new. There's definitely going to be all three Spider-Man in this movie. I'm hoping if there's not, I think I may just give up on Sony altogether. Hmm. So, do you think? Are you listening? Yep. Do you think? You know how Tom Holland basically said that uh, he wants to take a break from Spider-Man. You know that. Uh, yeah. Like, because he didn't say he wanted to quit the character, correct? He just said he needed a break? Yeah. Okay. With that being said, and with that being public knowledge, couldn't... If they do this movie and they have all three Spider-Men in it, couldn't they... do, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, let them play them? And then let other people play? Couldn't this open a huge playing field? Uh, repeat that since okay so right now we have a main timeline Spider-Man correct yes and that's that's specifically because he's involved with the Avengers correct okay and he is what connects well technically technically there is no connection from to the MCU to Sony correct right now yeah Sony movies and MCU there's no connection there is what Morbius and Vulture uh, Michael Keaton's vulture shows up at the end of the Morbius trailer. Okay. So we can agree that Tom Holland and the MCUs in the same universe is like Venom and them, and right? Or no, just, just, we Morbius, just Morbius. That right just, now. just Morbius. Right now, we can only assume Morbius, but even that is iffy. Okay. So what I was saying was with Tom Holland wanting to take a break from the character, he never said he wanted to retire it. Are you saying that they're going to bring in another Spider-Man while he's taking a break? No, what I'm saying is is they have multiple opportunities to explore different types of universal Spider-Man and other characters. Because Marvel has also explained that they want to dive into different adaptations of the same characters we've already seen on screen. Like different versions of Captain America, different versions of Iron Man, different versions of the Hulk, stuff like that. Right. So with this concept, they're going in in the multiverse... If they use that in the Sony version of that, what they could do is is we could get alternate timelines that could also be used in real life for actual actors to just kind of take a break from a role that they do enjoy but don't necessarily want to do full-time. And then Tom Holland could easily come back because they just have to jump back to his time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's sloppy, but it would make sense. And I feel like it'd be the easiest way to do it if you do want to continue playing a character, but don't necessarily want that character to take over your personal life. Exactly. Because like Robert Downey Jr. said, one of the main reasons he wanted to retire Iron Man is because that's just all he did for like 12 years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Same thing for Dave Batista wanting to retire. I, I don't think Dave Batista really wants to retire the character. I think he just kind of wants to retire his body. Yeah, uh, that's what I was saying, why they might replace him. Because it's not necessarily that he doesn't want to play it. He just doesn't really want to keep in shape that much anymore, you yeah. know? He said... He just he just, I think he just he just wants to be... Man. He just wants to be a dad, dude. Yeah. He just wants to be at home and chill. 
Um, what's up? So this year, the movies. Oh, even. Okay. I'm trying to look at uh, release dates, but all of them are like super outdated. Oh really? Hmm. Kind of irritating. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And I'm a little hangry too. Yeah. Well, if you're hungry, we can end it here anyway. We're at about an hour anyway. This is good for a little Monday. Well, I want to find this release schedule first. Okay, find that first, and then we'll end it. These dogs are sleepy. They went to bed because I took all their toys away. Oh, they couldn't play? Exactly. Terrible. Yeah, if you heard crunching on bones, that was them. I apologize. Yeah, it happens. So, it looks like... When is... Like, Shang-Chi, What If, Eternals, Mandalorian, Spider-Man, Black Widow, Loki... Good lord. That's a lot. May, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. They have shit coming out every month. Yeah. They're on top of it, man. And you also have to think... Not what if? What if is the one coming out in October? Not only do they have shit coming out every month, they also have... A lot of those are like TV shows. So you also get those every week after they release. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're keeping us busy with the TV shows. And I do enjoy that they... The way they shoot the TV shows, you don't necessarily have to watch them for the overall arcing story to be understood in the movies. But like we discussed before, they're not doing like 10 story timelines or 10 movie timelines anymore. They're doing Yeah, they're going to they set out a max like 6. Yeah, they're doing like 3 to 4 roughly and then if they need need to do more they will, but it's not going to be like a 10 year span anymore. It'll just be a couple years. Which is kind of whack, but I understand. Well, when you can shove TV shows that have a theatrical feel to them and they feel like long extended movies. See, but that's the thing that people didn't understand when he said that, was it may only be six movies, but you'll get ten or twelve shows in between the movies. Right, and the shows basically explain what's been going on while the movies will go cover the big shit. Exactly. So, so it's well, going to feel like well, you're Well, and this getting. is why it makes so much sense, because what a lot of people aren't going to understand who haven't watched WandaVision when they jump into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is Wanda is a co-star. So it's, oh, yeah. it's Benedict Cumberbatch and they're, they're co-starring and the, Elizabeth the Olsen's movie. It is their movie. Now, yes, it is a second Doctor Strange movie, but it is just the, like Iron Man was. Just, a, well, just well, Civil War. Civil War was definitely an Avengers movie. Everybody yeah. will agree on that. But that's just be, uh, that also movie to me is still hard to watch because I hate watching all them fight like that. It's, that, like, that, it's, it's it, like watching your favorite band break up. It's it's annoying, yeah. But it, well, the, I think the most frustrating part is that both of them had valid points, but I still feel like I was still Team Steve. Yeah. Because, like he said, Team like Steve, always. What if we we can't surrender our right to choose? Yeah. Yeah, and that was his whole point. He was like, "What if we need to go somewhere and we can't, or if they want us to go somewhere and we don't want to?" Like Steve, I'm with you. That makes complete sense. And Tony's exactly. like, fuck it, just lay down, bro. He's like, no. Hate watching that. But, um, yeah, it's going to be frustrating because they don't get the shit show of what WandaVision was. And I say shit show in the best way because it was a phenomenal show. I say shit show as in showing Wanda Maximoff's, Wanda Maximoff's mental health. Yeah. Which is fucking deteriorating. And then every time it deteriorates, the pieces she puts back together with her powers just fuck it up more. It's her, like, basically trying to mend her own mental health in the, ter- like, worst way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Shane's going to help her out. Okay, but that's what I'm saying is they're going to go into that and be like, why is this bitch going zero to 60 like this? Because the last thing they saw was her kind of being a little more at peace with Vision's death at the end of Endgame. And then WandaVision opened up. Yeah, no, she's not at peace. She was just cool for that scene. 
and that's it yeah. yeah yeah no she was just cool for the calm waters and the funeral but after that she fucking went all out she was cool and she was surrounded by friends yeah and then when she realized that she didn't want to be surrounded by friends she just wanted her boyfriend back she's like fuck it i'm gonna take over this goddamn town i'm gonna bring my boyfriend back we're gonna have a couple of kids and everyone she didn't mean to do that but she did not mean to either. And they also Did you even watch WandaVision? Yeah, because well, they also explained that she did not mean to do it. Because once she realized she was doing it, she was like, Okay, but I like it. Fuck you guys. Who am I bothering? And they're like, Everybody in the town, Wanda. And she's like, But they're fine. And they're like, But they're not. I think that's a great place to end it. That is a good place to end it. But they're fine. But they're not. But they're not. But they're not. Watch WandaVision. Watch WandaVision. Um we will see you guys Friday. Um, Friday is also going to be audio like it usually is. But the following Monday, we'll be back to video and we should have our new equipment. So everything should be fine. Um, yeah. And if you want to see what we looked like today, fuck you. I mean, I wasn't going to be that rude, but I'll be rude next time. All right, bet. All right, bet. Take it easy, everybody. Everybody. Oh, fuck. Everybody later. What the fuck is wrong with me? Later, everybody. See you much better.